WOAFM 99 radio show. A fantastic new episode today. We've got Danny Marcus joining me live in the studio. Uh, Danny just hit uh, the singer songwriter charts in the UK. He came in at number three, I believe, uh, which is absolutely fantastic for an independent artist to hit number three on the singer songwriter charts with some big name acts like. Uh, George Ezra and all these guys, you know, and uh, this is an independent artist. Usually, independent artists compete in, you know, genres like, uh, you know, which are more easier to break into. Uh, but uh, singer-songwriter, pop, rock, you know, these are tough genres to break into. And to get into the top 20 uh, or top 40, let alone the top 10, is just uh, quite amazing for an independent artist. And Danny Marcus did just that. Uh, WA is a very proud supporter of uh, Danny Marcus. He's on our various commercial campaigns and things like that. So uh, uh, congratulations to him. He's joining me today live in the studio. So don't tune out, okay? Uh, he's in the middle of the show. So we've got some four certified indie songs of the week before uh, the interview kicks in. And then we've got another four great songs after that. So stick around for the whole show. Nobody ever regrets sticking in for the entire show on WAFM 99, uh, which is why we're on season 23 now, uh, which is pretty cool. So without further ado, here are the certified indie songs of the week that have made it into the show. So kicking the show off, we've got Girona City Boy. Okay, that's the name of the artist, Girona City Boy. And uh, he is a British artist, okay? He's from Manchester, and the name of the song is Manchester. Uh, now, this is like a British punk, you know, Sex Pistols, but a bit more modern. Uh, it's that kind of sound. I really like it. Very, very upbeat and very rocky, and I just like the sound. It's very cool. I must say, it is authentic British music, and I think you guys are going to love it. It's really cool. So he kicks the show off for us. And then you've got Rocky Leone with his song, Dirty Diana. Uh, again, a very cool sort of R&B urban song, very modern song. And uh, when an independent artist, uh, you know, makes a high-end song or puts in all his effort and time and is a perfectionist with his music, it turns out like this, you know, and it is, it is a proud moment for uh, supporters of independent music. When you've got a, you got a high-end track from an independent act that can compete with a million-dollar song by some of the manufactured artists, you know, who have got 25 producers and 85 songwriters. You know who I'm talking about. And uh, and their song sounds just all right. And then you've got an independent artist who's doing it in his bedroom or spending all his money going to the studio, buying some studio time, bringing in some great musicians and a, and a good engineer and a good producer, and comes out with something like this, you know, so it's really awesome. And that's the these are the kinds of artists that we like to support on WAFM 99, like Girona City Boy, Rocky Leone. And uh, after that, we've got Scott McPherson. Now, Scott is an engineer in Nashville. He's a recording engineer in Nashville, but he's also a songwriter and producer for his own music. And this one is called I've Got a Woman. Now, this song is going to be on the Independent Number Ones, Volume 13, which uh, is going to be available for pre-order um, end of 
in the end of May. Yeah, it'll be released sometime in June. But speaking of independent number ones, the Goa Chill Out Zone Volume 12 is just around the corner. It's been making the rounds with all commercial terrestrial radio and retail outlets. Uh, that's what we do before the album actually releases for public. So, which is sort of the deal with with the re with the terrestrial radio. They want it before it goes digital. You know what I mean? So, they, so that they can say, "Oh, we broke it first. You know, that's what it is. But nobody breaks it first better than WOAFM ninety nine. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So we've got some great artists joining me on the show very soon uh, uh, with songs that uh, people have not heard anywhere else before. Everybody seems to all independent artists that I know and who contact us want their songs to be premiered on WOAFM 99. I'm not just saying this. This is actually the truth now because when we play a song on the show and introduce them or and have an interview, uh, their music hits the charts. I kid you not. On iTunes, on Amazon, some even go as far as the Billboard charts and the official uh, UK national charts. And uh, speaking of the UK national charts, we just had the World Beat Project hit number 82 on the official Top 100 in the UK, the top 100 albums in the UK. Now, this is competing with the biggest names in the industry and the biggest record labels in the industry across genres like pop and rock and alternative. We're talking about all the major artists. You name a major artist and they're on that top 100. And guess what? The World Beat Project, produced by me, featuring six breakthrough independent artists, guys you've not heard of before, have made it into the top 100 of the UK national charts. Now that is something to celebrate, I'll tell you, for independent music. And a lot of those artists, uh, we've been playing them a lot on the show. They'll be um, joining me again. Uh, quite a few of them will be uh, in conversation. Right, so after Scott uh, McPherson, we've got Don Preach. Now, Don has been on the show with us before, and he's uh, scheduled to be on our independent number ones again. So quite a few amazing acts that we discover on WFM 99 end up on our compilations, uh, which is good for them because these compilations, I kid you not, they hit number one and number two on the iTunes UK charts and the Amazon UK charts. This is huge for an independent compilation album. After Don Preach, uh, with About the Magic, by the way, which is another great, easy listening, sort of nice feeling sound. Uh, I quite like uh, Don Preach's music. We did introduce Don Preach, uh, I think it was last episode or the episode before. This is one of his newer songs. So after Don Preach, Danny Marcus joins us live in the studio all the way from New Jersey, America. And uh, we're going to talk about all these beautiful songs. We've introduced two songs now uh, by Danny Marcus, which is 17 Again and uh, California, two of my favorite songs from his EP, which is called Pieces of Me. And today, we're going to give you the title track. As soon as the interview is over, we're going to introduce Pieces of Me on the WOA FM 99 radio show. So after Danny Marcus and Pieces of Me, we've got uh, a band called Fernie. Okay, uh, I, I hope I pronounced that correctly, Fernie. And uh, this is their song called All These Catapults. Now, this is very rock alternative. It almost has a Green Day sort of feel. Uh, so I, I wouldn't call it punk rock. I would call it more alternative rock. Uh, or even just rock. Very high energy. I love it. It's really cool. So after Fernie, we've got Sky Rains. I love the name of this band, Sky Rains. And uh, the song is called Everlast. Now, this is very pop, almost like, you know, Peter Gabriel. Got an old school feel where people would take risks with, uh, with the arrangements. 
And I'm glad to see that bands are still doing that, you know, taking risks because just because that's what music is all about, take a journey, you know. Uh, so many artists, especially manufactured acts nowadays, it's just A to B to C and that's it, you know. You don't go from A, take a journey to Y, come back to B, then go to H and then come to C, if you get my metaphor. <laughs> and this band does that and I love it. It's all about... Oh my God, he went from here to there and then he's come back. You know, it's, it's a journey. I love that kind of thing with arrangements and production. Uh, after Sky Rains, last but not least on the show is an artist called Terry Dean. The song is called Meal for One. And it's kind of like a country or American roots, you know, folk rock. I wouldn't call it rock, but it's more Americana, you know, that kind of feel. So a lot of people in the industry would call it country. But then again, it's not got too much of an old school sort of country arrangement but the sound is written as a country song i think we, we will get uh, terry dean uh, maybe on the show someday and uh, he'll he'll explain to us what was his uh, thought process behind the, the production of that song and that's it for today i hope you enjoy the show uh, join us next week when we have a fantastic artist who hit number one recently on the charts it's arthur bod who's going to join me next week so stay tuned for that all of sean signing out chat Left 20 years ago, but still think it's a cool city Yeah, bad stuff happens, and that's just a pity Some think it's all industrial and cotton milling And it gets bad press when it has a killing But it just keeps getting right back on Nothing stops it, not even a bomb Manchester, Manchester This city is Manchester, famous. Manchester Some of the In Manchester, it's what we make us The buzz of the city, the ambience around We're off out, and we're going downtown Shopping in Affleck's, walking down Dean's Gate Going with our kid, Mrs. and her best mate Visit your auntie as she puts on the kettle Happy to see you and in fine fettle if you're a bit peckish, maybe stay for tea To the uninitiated, that's dinner for me Manchester, Manchester This city is Manchester, famous. Manchester Some of the people are But famous. that doesn't matter Cause in Manchester it's what we make us If you're hungry, have some scram Spinning fields on the northern quarter Go with your friends, your mum, your nan or even your daughter Fancy something Asian, we've got Curry Mile It's all oriental, put a face to your smile But if you've got to rush home to get your hats and coats It's gotta be Baltic for us to take a note Yes, it's got a few Richard heads, met a couple today But it's still a great city, though the weather is grey Well, this is Manchester, we're on the up We got sport and the Gallagher's, who never shut up Manchester, Manchester This city is Manchester, Manchester Some of the people are But that doesn't matter Cause in Manchester, it's what we make us 
visit the village which brings pride to the city People are tolerant, humorous and gritty So you see Manchester has lots to offer Nightlife, shopping, music and sport And it's a great place to study Cultivating thinkers and thoughts Manchester, Manchester
At Summer Lake, being wild, cool, fine sand beneath our feet. Feel the sun shining in the sky as we hear the breeze blowing through the trees. Now the storms will come and they will pass, but it's moments like this that will always last. In the heart, in the mind, deep in our souls, that's how we rock. That's how we know where the hope is.
It's about the magic. Okay. Right, folks. So today I've got a very special guest. He just hit the top three, the top five in the UK on the singer-songwriter charts and the top 40 across all genres in the top 40 of the UK, official UK charts on iTunes, okay? And it's none other than Danny Marcus. Danny, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How Thanks do you, for having me. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. How does it feel to finally hit the official UK charts? This is huge, man. Yeah, um, it feels it feels great. Um, <laughs> it happened pretty quickly, yeah, um, yeah. and it's just a you know it's a pretty amazing achievement. Um, uh -huh. You know I, what can I say? I was excited to hear, and I hope it you know continues. Excellent, excellent. Also, we just got news that your your song has been added into rotation on terrestrial radio across South America and Central America. So essentially now your song is playing in Brazil, Costa Rica, Argentina, Cuba, Peru. It's just freaking great, isn't it? It's really awesome. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. I, I, I got to get a tour organized. You got to get a tour, man. <laughs> I, did a I did a tour of Costa Rica and I, I canceled Colombia last minute because uh, I was a bit scared wow. to go, to be honest. And uh, so I did Costa Rica, though, and, and, uh, and I was going to do Mexico and all that. I'll, I'll, I'll wait a little till, you know, the drug wars have calmed down. <laughs> you know? So hopefully, hey, That's we can do it together, man. We can do it together, huh? We can both um, go. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do Whatever it. Whatever you want. <laughs> now, now, there are two songs on your album. Uh, your album is called Pieces of Me. Okay, folks, if you haven't downloaded it, you need to do it now because uh, this is a top album in the UK right now on the singer-songwriter charts. Danny's in the top five, the top ten. He's still in there and the top 40 of, of all genres. So you will find that album. But there are two songs in particular that I really like and I've played on the show already. 17 Again, right? And California. Mm -hmm. Now, can you tell me a little more about 17 Again? What's it all about? So, um... I guess on the surface, 17 again is kind of a, you know, a song about kind of reminiscing, um, thinking about how you might do things differently if you could go back. You know, there's that kind of kind of hook that repeats if if you were 17 again or if I was 17 again. Um, and there's a little bit of nostalgia there, you know, the hairspray yeah. and the Walkman and the, <laughs> the red, the red checkered flannel, you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. going back to my nostalgic high school days, I guess. Nice. Um, so that's kind of what it is on the surface, but really to me, it's a song about just being young inside and that, oh, yeah. you know, when you, if you, if you keep kind of dreaming and keep working towards whatever it is you really want. Uh, to achieve in life, which for me is music, yeah. essentially, um, then you're always 17. You're 17 inside. Oh, you know, excellent. that kind of drive and dream is what keeps you young. Oh, that's a great message, man. I, 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 totally, I totally agree with that, with that mindset. It's, it's really cool. And there's another song that I actually fell in love with even more than 17. Like 17 again is what, mm -hmm. what grabbed our attention, okay? Like, who's this guy? I mean, we've mm -hmm. not heard of him. And it sounds amazing. And he's independent. And wow, you know. But there's another song sure. that I totally fell in love with. It was California. Like, I'm a big fan of the beach. And you remember what I said, right? When I was talking about your song. I do. Then I introduced it. I told, the thing with me is uh, most of my earlier songs 
were all based around the beach. You know, it was a girl and me on a motorbike by the beach. <laughs> you know, that was what it was all right. about. But so when I heard California, I'm like, I'm like, bro, that takes me right back to those days, you know, hanging out in Goa, in Portugal, by the beach. It's just fantastic. So, so how did that song come up? Because you live, you live in New Jersey, right? Uh, now, I don't really yeah. know much about, well, the, there's, there is the Jersey Shore, right? But I'm sure yeah, you didn't really write California. You didn't write California about the Jer Jersey Shore, obviously. So why California? Nope. <laughs> why California? Uh, I, I don't know. I, to, to be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I was thinking about um, some years ago, I don't know, many years ago, 10, 15 years ago, okay. maybe a little more. I spent a summer um, in California, in L.A., and I think this song was written two years ago during COVID time. So, right. you know, it was definitely kind of thinking back to that time, thinking oh, yeah. back to being young and uh, yeah. in love and having a, a romance that was also young and kind right. of just driving around and uh, exploring L.A., the hills yeah. and, you know, the beach. Yeah, you talked about the muscle, the muscle beach, man. You know, where, where they work out and everything. Yeah. And I remember that so well. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know that part. And you know that that time in your life where the future is kind of wide open and anything is possible. You know, that was kind of um, what just kind of spurred that, I guess, inspiration for that song. And thinking yeah. about you know, in California, that's kind of what that the beach vibe and yeah. LA is about, you know, that kind of hope that like sunny, positive vibe. Oh yeah. Um, even though I'm an East coast guy, but you uh -huh. know, there's something definitely, uh, unique to that kind of yeah. beach, California, LA vibe. Yeah. I, I totally get that. I, I totally get that. So, so Danny, if you were to yeah. choose one more single from your album, which one would it be? I mean, all the songs are good. Okay, that's the reason that that whole EP has hit the top of the charts. Uh, but if you had to choose the third single, like I've chosen "17 Again" in California, but in your opinion, what would be the third single? Okay, yeah, I think "Pieces of Me." You know, it being like the you know the title track and everything, it's yeah. got a little bit more of a rock vibe, but right. um, and kind of represents the album as a whole, the concept of all these pieces of you that kind of come together to make who you are. I think Correct. it's a great, you know, right. catchy song. Like I can see, you know, turn that up while you're driving somewhere with the top down, uh, kind of singing at the top of your lungs, pieces of me. I think it make a good single. Excellent. So that's what we're going to do today on the show. We're going to play Pieces of Me once the interview is done. So folks, don't, don't tune off because Pieces of Me is going to come up. And that is the title track to, to Danny's Top of the Charts album. So you got to listen to that song. So Danny, tell us more about uh, how did you get into music? When did you get into music? Um, I started, um, I guess, singing in a band when I was probably 12 or 13. You know, I joined the, the, the kind of local middle school band was looking for a singer. Right. And I knew, I knew the bass player. And he said, oh, Danny can sing, because I had done like theater, I had done some musical theater and stuff with my um, father who was directing like local oh, theater cool. and, and high school plays and stuff. Uh -huh. um, so I, tr I tried out for the band singing 
uh, <laughs> Tone Loke's The Wild Thing, of all things. <laughs> I don't even know if you know what that is, but it was, it, it's not even a, a song that is sung. But I know um, Wild Thing. I know Wild. Is, is that related to it, the Wild Thing song? It, was, it may have had the same, like, sample, but it was a, it was a rap song. Oh, you know? okay, okay. It was a rap song, but you imagine, like, you know, four 13-year-olds sitting around uh, my buddy Jade's basement. Well, what do you know? Well, what do you know? I know Wild Thing. I know. So we jammed on that. But more importantly, we hit it off. And, oh, cool. you know, I, I joined the band and I had been from then, uh, me and my best friend Jade, who was the guitar player, well, drummer, and then became the guitar player. We uh-huh. were bands all throughout high school together. Um, then we went our separate ways at college. And I did some music uh, at, at my school, which was in Washington, D.C. He did his thing in Michigan. And then after college, we immediately came back to Jersey and said, all right, let's do this for real. Let's try to do this for real, at least. Yeah, that's um, really cool. Yeah. Got a band together. Yeah, made a demo gig for two to three years in the city. Uh-huh. Um, and... Yeah, rest, you know, never never stopped writing nice. and, and playing. What was, what was the band called? Uh, we were called Karma Zoo. Karma Zoo. Interesting. Yeah. Why Karma yeah. Zoo? Karm- we had a pretty eclectic lineup. Um, myself and Jade, our drummer was uh, Indian. Uh-huh. Our bass player was Iranian. Oh, and wow. And we just kind of, yeah. Um, so we were like, it's a... It's kind of a yeah, yeah. collection of all these different karmas, you know. Yeah, but you know, considering that you had this this huge mix of, of uh, cultures, that band could have actually done something, you know, like bringing in different styles of music and everything. That would be really cool. Yeah, we 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 had a good run at it. We sold out some pretty big um, club, really? Bowery Ballroom, Mercury nice. Lounge, and in the city, so. So you did a lot of New York uh, gigs, like New York City gigs, Manhattan and all of that? Yep, yeah. So are you, are you touring That's now, awesome. Danny? Do you, do you do a lot of tours or are you, are you focused on writing? So I kind of got into a little bit of a hibernation over the winter, uh-huh. um, but I'm hoping to... So I haven't done shows for uh, since probably about last uh, fall. Okay. Um, but I'm definitely trying to get some shows together, um, you know, local stuff around here, regional stuff. Um, hopefully I can leverage some of this success with the charts and the, oh, and, yeah. the and the album getting some traction, uh, turn that into a little, you know, uh, get, get into a role. Cause I do love playing live. Yeah. Um, and I, and it's essential kind of essential part of, you know, yeah. promoting the music and just getting myself out there. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think, uh, you you hit the nail on the on the head for, by, by talking about using the charts to leverage gigs and things like that. Uh, a lot of musicians nowadays, at least the older musicians, they they they, cut, they haven't figured out that the charts now is more like a marketing mm. thing, you know, rather than yeah. you get on the charts yeah. and you go, oh, I'm a millionaire now because I hit the charts. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's it's like the charts right. is more. You get on the charts and then doors open on t- in terms of radio, digital playlists, gigs in pubs and whatever. And you go, hey man, I hit yeah. the charts in the UK or in America or whatever. And a lot of independent artists don't realize how they work, how you've got to work it out. It's, it's a marketing thing. It's all about marketing. 
And, uh, and when an artist knows that, it's so good to see, you know, they, they understand what they're doing. Because you have to grow with the industry, isn't it? So like in, in 2002 yeah. or 2003, when I did hit the charts and I was signed to Sony and Times Music, it was a different thing, you know, hitting the charts. Sure. And, yeah. you know, it was like and now it's, with the independence scene, it's, it's just completely different. Completely. Yeah. So uh, what yeah. are you working on now? Are you working on a new album aside from Pieces of Me? I mean, that's, that's doing really well, obviously. But uh, are you, is there anything coming uh, up in the near future? So I mean I'm 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 always writing, okay. um, and just uh, you know have fortunately a, a good amount of songs kind of you know on the back burner that I'm always working on and new stuff. Oh, that's great. And I definitely hope to. I actually been recently in contact with um, the producer of Pieces of Me, um, Art Ward, who who uh, has a company called Century Music Group down in Nashville, which uh -huh. is where I recorded this. Oh, okay. And yeah, and so we discussed starting to maybe get some songs in the hopper, start listening to them for potential, you know, follow up to this, which yeah. I can't wait to do. I think I think it's time, man. I think it's time to do that now. Yeah. Get, get the next one going. Keep yeah. the momentum going. You know what I mean? But the thing yeah. is, yeah. What, what I want to touch upon is how long it takes an independent artist, right? When you make a great album, and then it. For me, at least, you know, as an independent act now, uh, it takes me a year, two years to promote all the songs of that album completely around the world, touching each. You, mm -hmm. you don't have that kind of money like a major label, you know, to, to hit every country sure. simultaneously. But I do have fans in all the countries, so I do have to travel and do tours and things like that. How long does it take you to, to really promote one proper EP or an album? Does it? Do you do it quick? Do you do you really focus on trying to get to different, to every nook and cranny, so to speak? You know, I, I wish I had a system. <laughs> that would probably be better. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like you said, it, you know, I have, you know, you know, I have a job, a real full-time job that unfortunately does take, you know, time away from the music. I, I wish I could dedicate 100% of my time to yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I try to, you, you try to push it online and through social media, um, try to get out there in front of people um, and let it grow organically as much as it can. Um, and then, you know, trying to forge partnerships, which, you know, Hopefully, what you guys have been doing uh, to help out yep. uh, with the radio show and those promotions and uh, and all that, like making those yeah. kind of connections, yeah. definitely helps. You know, helps to reach reach into areas where I might not be able to get to, or probably wouldn't be able to get to by myself. It's great working with WOA, isn't it? It's freaking great. Yeah, so far, I'm, um, <laughs> I have no complaints. <laughs> I, I love it, man. I mean, we, we meet certain artists that you've never heard of before, and all of a sudden they're like hitting the Billboard charts, they're hitting the Grammy ballads, you know, things like that. Things that uh, an independent artist doesn't know how to, to navigate, you know, in the industry. And yeah. I'm so glad that uh, I, I started WA like as, as a recording studio back in 1998, you know. And it only wow, sort of, wow. yeah, so, so I used all my major label contacts and Viacom and MTV and all of that. And uh, I said, why not, you know, use all this to, to support independent artists like me who, it took me 20 years to, to really navigate, yeah. you know, the whole, the whole 
sort of industry. And now I'm so happy that we've got this entire team, each and every one in the company, by the way, is either a musician, mm. a filmmaker, or in the entertainment business, you know? So it's really cool. And yeah, uh, so many of them are <laughs> Grammy voting members. And so you've got that sort of, uh, uh, what would I say, that, that sort of power behind you. Like when you work with, uh, yeah. not only do you have like musicians sure. supporting you, so musicians supporting musicians, but at the same time, these guys who've got that sort of uh, experience in the music industry and helping in, and helping independent musicians with a with a fierce sort of uh, focus, the anti-mainstream, you know, we we yeah. anti-mainstream no, I mean, because most of us have have had a bad experience. Like we've had we've had major label deals. Don't get me wrong, great and good money and sure. all of that. But like a lot of us have had to go to court to get our rights back. And I'm, I'm glad to yeah, say WOA no. is a team of the right people, man. It's really, I'm really, I'm really happy to see the success you're getting because when I heard your song, I, immediately I was like, this guy propose something to this guy. He's good. <laughs> you know, this is good music. You know. That's, <laughs> so what else have you done, Danny? I mean, aside from pieces of me, I've never heard of you before, and now all of a sudden you're all over the place. So is there is there is there like a past catalog we can listen to? Um, I have some older stuff on Spotify. I have a, oh, yeah. so I did, uh, I actually did, I mean, I did a single during COVID, um, which was kind of like a tribute song to first responders. Oh yeah. Um, that a, I have a cousin who's a, um, phenomenal musician producer who lives out in LA and I recruited his help. Um, and I had musicians kind of from all over the world, um, you know, track because we couldn't do anything uh -huh. obviously in person. Yeah. So I actually used to live in Italy for a long time. So I had some the guitar players send some tracks, a drummer from Italy. Um, I was able somehow to recruit the Harlem gospel choir to sing uh, wow. some backup tracks on it. That's yeah. amazing. What's the song called? Tell me how that happened. What's this song called? Uh, it's called Thank You. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, we gotta play this song on the show, man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta source that out. You gotta send over the track. We'll play it maybe, maybe on the next show. Let's space out Danny Marcus. Let's not give everything at one time. You know, let let people yep. keep listening to different music from you, man. I think, I think they, you deserve to be sort of kept on air for a long, long time, brother. It's really good shit. Thank and, you, man. Thanks. And, thanks. and do, how many? Do you play different instruments, or are you only a singer? Just acoustic. Just, Just acoustic. acoustic, basically. Yeah, you know. Singer-songwriter well style, yeah. Exactly, yeah, you know. Yeah. Company myself with acoustic. I never really got into the whole yeah. uh, electric guitar soloing. Okay. Uh, it was never kind of my thing, you know. Uh, okay, the reason I'm asking about guitars is because I don't know if you know, but I'm crazy about guitars, right? So I spent all my money okay. on bloody guitars. It's it's terrible. It's a bad habit, <laughs> but I love it. I'm not going to stop. So what acoustic guitars do you play? What acoustic guitars do you own, I should say? So I I got I just got one. It's a Guild. Okay, I like Guild. Yeah. I've had yeah, I've had since God knows when. <laughs> you know what? Those um, are the best sounding guitars, you know. The more you play an acoustic, yep. the better it starts to sound. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. It's my you know, it, sometimes I think it's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man. But um, I do. I I've been kind of in the market for a new one, uh -huh. just because you know it's a little beat up. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll ask you for an advice. I've been looking at Taylors because uh -huh. they're I find they're so easy to play. Okay. Um, 
but you know, Taylor Martin. Okay. Uh, it's tough. There's a lot of great guitars out there. But you can ask guitars. me because you, I you... I literally own all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one of the top end, a couple of top end Taylors. I've got the Martin D42 that they call the Snow Leopard of guitars because you hardly ever find that model. You know, the D42. You get the D45 uh-huh. and the D41, but if you get the D42, you just buy it. I mean, it's expensive as hell, but it's worth every penny. Right. You know, but the, but the Taylor, as uh-huh. you said, Taylor is a very good live guitar for stage. You know, yeah. a Martin yeah. is is a lifetime guitar that you that you mic. When, you, when you're recording a song, right. you get the right sound off a, right. out of a Martin when you mic it. A Taylor, you can sound fantastic just plugged in, like an ovation, you know. Yeah. You can plug it in and they, right. Just, right. they just have these body sensors and all of that shit, the, all the modern stuff yeah. that can make it sound great. And right. it gets the sound of the guitar as well, rather than just the piezo. Okay, look at me going all yeah. freaking technical with you now, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I'm planning on a new show called... Oliver's gas, right? <laughs> now, gas means gear acquisition syndrome. Okay, now that's what it means. It's, it's, it's like guys like me who go nuts about gear, like guitars yeah. and, and recording equipment and motorbikes. And so I've got a lot of friends who are like me. Okay, I'm hoping to pull you in, man. You know, get you into guitars, get you buying acoustic guitars now. You know, listen, you're getting on the charts, man. You can afford it now. You can go buy guitars, man. You can do it. You know, that, all right. <laughs> trust me, once you get into it, I, you're, you're going to love it and you're going to hate me for it because you're going to spend a lot of money on it, <laughs> but you're going to love it at the same time. Trust me. <laughs> but I love the guitar. If it, if, it, if it ends up with a beautiful new guitar in my hands, yeah. you know, uh, it's, it's, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. The thing with guitars, another thing though, I've got these, like every season rather, I'll have a guitar and I go, this guitar gave me that album that hit the Billboard charts. You know, I, I, and this is for yeah. the acoustic guitars, yeah? It's always an acoustic guitar that yeah. gives me my songs. And it'll be one yeah. album, like for example, I wrote the Devil in Blue Jeans album on this weird mm-hmm. guitar that I bought from Ovation. And it was a D-scale guitar. Right, so a D scale guitar is like a baritone guitar, but it's literally just one scale lower than the regular okay. guitar. So when you're playing, uh, say for right. example, when you're playing a G, it's actually an F for everybody else okay. in the band. So you end up writing a song in in a chord that you would ra- otherwise not write in, you know, because you, you're yeah. thinking that you're playing Hoping in G or a D or a C or whatever, but it's actually a B flat or an F or whatever, and then the band plays in a different right. way. And the songs just turn out different, you know. And like that guitar, yeah. I, I'll never sell that guitar because it gave me one of my best albums I've ever written. And it was that guitar, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I've got these special I, guitars. Firm, you know? Go on. Yeah, no, I'm a firm believer that there are songs in each guitar. Yes! You, you know said I mean? it, man. You freaking like, said it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why, you know. When I pick up a friend's guitar yeah. or something like that, yeah. or borrow it or something like that, uh-huh. like a song comes out of that that I, yeah. and this is this may be true or not, but it feels this way that I wouldn't have been able to write on my instrument. No, it's Just true, man. That song wasn't there. It's wasn't totally to true. It is totally true. You, you know? don't have to think about it. It is true. Yeah. And also, you know, the yeah. the oldest guitar you have that's got that's got a very special connection, like your Guild. I've got an ovation. Yeah. That I, that I bought when I was 19, right? 
and it's called okay. Cindy. Okay, after Cindy Crawford. I, I was crazy about Cindy Crawford when I was a kid, <laughs> and I thought she was the most beautiful woman in the world, and she is, to be fair. fair. And and, yeah. and I called yeah. my guitar Cindy. And she's, this is my most absolute favorite. It's not the most expensive guitar I've, I own. You know, I, I own guitars worth thousands now. But that guitar, yeah. a Korean-made Ovation guitar, is literally my favorite guitar in the whole wide world. You know, I, I wrote my first yeah. album on it and uh, so many things. It's just amazing. Your guild, That's man, awesome. you, you got to protect that guitar. Yep. I'll tell you, you got to protect it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's staying with me. I would never like trade it in. Or oh, exactly. Yeah, Don't even think about it. For the long haul. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nope. So, uh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, when, when you're ready to buy a new guitar, you call me before you buy it, okay? All right. <laughs> and Danny, you want to plug in your, your website and social media and stuff like that to our fans so they can go check you out? Yeah. Um, follow me on uh, Danny Marcus Music on Facebook or Danny Marcus 14 on Instagram. Visit my website, www.dannymarcusmusic.com. And obviously follow me on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. I'm everywhere you need to, uh, you need to find me. Are you on Twitter as well? I'm not on Twitter. Okay. Or TikTok. So I guess I'm not everywhere. Okay. But tell me something. Why have you called your username Danny Marcus 14 on Instagram rather than Danny Marcus Music? a good question because I, <laughs> I need to change it you need to change I it now brother you need up, to change it now i'm I telling know, you i know yeah it's got to be the same across all it the has platforms. to be that's one um, thing before i end the, end an interview right i'm always telling the artist go do it now you know put one name yeah. across the board you know especially now with, with you yeah. hitting charts in different countries uh, there are people going to go out yeah. like looking for you on instagram and if they don't find you as danny marcus or rather danny marcus music they just they just yeah. move away. No. They just move on. You know they're yep. so fickle nowadays. Yeah. The fans are so fickle. So you gotta yep. grab on that one chance you get. Don't let it go. I think I signed up for Instagram in 2014. That was <laughs> is that why it's 14? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. folks. On that note, I'm gonna give you "Pieces of Me" by Danny Marcus, the top five artists in the UK right now. Go check it out. If you haven't downloaded, please, please go download the album and save it on Spotify and Apple Music. Here we go. Danny, Mar Danny, thanks for being on the show, my friend. Thanks for having me, Oliver. Take care. Take care. Here we go. Pieces of me. So I don't fall apart A little glue and some paper clips Yeah, that would be a start And all those things I've lost along the way Like a trail of crumbs I thought they'd help me get back home But now I just think it's done Behind 
within a week he was gone A meal for one Lies awake until the sun She can't believe her dream Has gone away Now she cooks her meal For one Lies awake until the sun She can't believe her dream Has gone away Now she cooks her meal For one Lies awake until the sun She can't believe her dream Has gone away I've forgotten my name No matter where I go or what I do There she is again 